0: Section 17. The Roosevelt Rondon Scientific Expedition and the Telegraph Line Commission. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rita Boutros the roosevelt Randan scientific expedition and the telegraph line commission by candido mariano da silva Randan, translation by richard george reedy and edwin douglas murray third lecture part four in this route of more than one hundred and forty two kilometers the ground presented technical and economical conditions more favorable to the construction than that studied by the survey of 1909 we decided therefore to abandon the old scheme which consisted in carrying the telegraph line from pimenta bueno to Araquimis on the jammery on the left bank of the gui across a region of mountains covered with high woods cut by numerous igarapes and important rivers such as the luis de albuquerque rolam de miura ricardo franco Yurupa, and the jaru of which the three first had been discovered by the big 1909 expedition on the route surveyed by lieutenant amarante we had not to cross more than one course of water of any importance the rio sinjo we found large zones of jungles and we remained still in condition to benefit of the navigation of the gi for the transport of foodstuffs and baggage the location obeyed this line in which we opened two stations one in front of the bar of the ricardo franco and the other where the europa store is situated both were concluded in nineteen fourteen and named respectively presidente hermes and presidente pena beyond the results which we have mentioned above obtained by the surveying expedition conducted by lieutenant amarante along the upper guiparana we must register still further the meeting which he had with the indians of the place belonging to as i afterwards verified a large ethnographic group of the tupis far and away more advanced than the nambiquaras or the capekiri of whom they are enemies and with whom they are always at war these indians besides using hammocks had the habit of clothing their women with loincloth and the men with a kind of small drawers made of cotton more important however is the fact observed by us that they are given to the art of navigation which they carry out by means of canoes or ubas made out of the barks of trees such as the jatoba, the jekitibah and others which is peeled off entire by means of a process known to the indians and in which fire plays the principal part very noteworthy also is the system of defence with which they surround their villages for the purpose of preventing the possibility of their being attacked by unknown warriors who might intend to take them by surprise with this object in view they construct among the branches of the trees on both sides of the path whose access they wish to defend platforms of rough wood where the defenders can take up their positions and from above detect and watch the movements of the enemy this resource although very efficient did not appear to them to be sufficient there required a system of defence which would produce effect by itself dispensing with their presence an identical thought to that of the civilized warriors when they invented the automatic explosion of mines destined to close the entrance to ports and canals the indians of the upper guiparana utilizing with much industry and intelligence the poor resources of their forests employ rods pointed at the end forming a sort of spiked fence which remains in an oblique position in the paths or roads along which they wish to stop passage covering them up afterwards with the leaves and branches of bushes near by the point of these stakes is turned in the direction whence the enemy is expected to come and besides this they are high enough to spike a man in the stomach these and other things relative to the life of the indians in question were completely unknown previous to lieutenant amarante's expedition such ignorance almost proved fatal to one of the members of the expedition named joajo de a valorous veteran of the telegraph line commission campaigns the case was that after crossing the rio sinjo the affluent which i have just referred to of the guiparana lieutenant amarante having perceived an indian path decided to reconnoitre same in the expectation of arriving at the respective village he commenced therefore to advance by that path sending huajo de douce in front of him his duty being to cut a passage with the machete at the points where same might be necessary having gone a small distance huajo de douce suddenly felt that he had been wounded in the upper part of the hip had it been a little higher up the wound would have been most serious probably mortal we thus obtained the first inkling of the system of defence used by these indians in whose villages we could only enter under their own guidance after they entered into friendly relations with the members of the telegraph lines commission to whom they spontaneously presented themselves in february nineteen fourteen on one of the banks of the gi in this same year the chief abatera took me to his maloca and during the journey showed me a number of spikes which he had previously caused to be knocked down to facilitate my passage i was thus enabled to learn the customs of this nation who were divided into various groups namely the parnayuats takueteps ipoteiuats and others i will limit myself to sight here one of their customs namely the staining of their faces arms and legs with the juice of the genipapo, which blackens their skin i asked one of them why they painted themselves thus he replied that it was a ruse to facilitate the hunting of the coeta, because as this monkey is excessively curious a man under this disguise placing himself in sight of the monkey and imitating the voice of some animal or other will succeed in bringing him down from the branches of the trees most desirous of investigating at close quarters the novelty which he sees on this occasion the hunter kills it with his unfailing bow and arrow but coming back to the construction i will remind you of what was said in the lecture relative to the survey of the river roosevelt in regard to the paralyzation which same suffered at barrio del malgasso on account of the violent epidemic of fever which caused the death of captain cardoso when the work of that survey was finished lieutenant vasconcellos had succeeded in organizing the services of the above-mentioned station and advanced with the location to pimento bueno whence he would continue to presidente Hermes and presidente pena on the other side the work of the north section begun at santo antonio do had progressed along the Jamari and finally attained the highest point of this river at the Baraqueo bom futuro where we equipped the station called Arakimis, a name of an indigenous tribe which i established in a village and whose pacification and customs i will speak of in another place in order to have the line stretched from Cuiabá to Santo Antônio, it remained therefore to study the connection between Arakimis and Presidente Pena, passing from the valley of the Jamari to that of the Guiparana, which should be reached in the waters of the Jarú, its affluent of the left bank. I planned out to effect this study in two sections, one from Arakimis to Jarú and the other from this river to Presidente Pena. For this reason, having finished, as we have seen, the roosevelt Randon scientific expedition, by the departure of the illustrious American statesman from Bolem do Pará to New York, I immediately returned to Manaus, and from there left for the Madeira, making for the mouth of the Jamari. I ascended this river up to the bar of its affluent Canen, where the station of Atakimis is situated. From there, I started the surveying expedition generally towards northeast, first by the right bank of the Canan, and afterwards by the left of one of its feeders, the river Cuatro Cachoeiras, which was followed up to the point of the confluence of another river, the Iragape Cachoeira. From this confluence, the survey took a northeast direction up a mountain. And on descending same on the opposite side, reached the waters of the basin of the gyparana. Advancing by the right of these waters, I perceived that they formed the igarape de sao Jose to which the San Salvador is united, forming therefore the river novo, which discharges its waters in Netoque Fon, and the latter into the Jaru. The expedition, however, did not descend so far, because the bar of the San Salvador turns to the southeast, crosses the Serra de San Rosa, and enters the valley of the Jaru, the left bank of which was attained at a point where there exists a store called Santos Dumont, belonging to some rubber tappers this point was picked out to receive the new telegraph station which was intermediary between the two which were intended to be connected ascending the river on leaving this spot it will not be necessary to march more than a league and a half in order to find the place in which the nineteen o nine expedition had encamped and whence it left in a westerly direction almost on the parallel of ten degrees in search of the waters of the Jesse, finding, however, those of the Pardo, and affluent of the Jamari. From the place chosen for the new station, the staff returned to Araquimis, but they did not cover the previous route, except as far as to descend the Sera to which I have referred, where I passed from the valley of the Quatro Cachoeiras to that of the Tocfon. This is the Sera known to-day as Expediceo, on account of its having been for the first time noted in nineteen o nine when it was crossed by the big survey of the main line from cuyaba to the madeira after having descended same the expedition of nineteen fourteen followed the divisor of the feeders of the right bank of the cuatro cachoeiras and those of the left bank of the toc fon noting among the first the headwaters of the igarapes andira and valhamedus and following these more to the east those also of the rio branco which discharges its waters into the jamari by its mouth situated below that of the canaan according to information gathered amongst the rubber tappers the region where i recognize the headwaters of the rio branco is occupied by a tribe of warlike indians who are known to them under the name of boca preta these same Indians are again observed in the headwaters of the river Preto, another affluent of the Jamari, below the previous one, and as far as those of a feeder of the Guy, whose mouth the navigator who enters this river coming from the Madeira finds right in the commencement on the right of one going upstream. When we re-entered the Araquimis on our return from these surveys, we made a total run of 199.722 meters. We designed a topographic plan of the region studied, and on the same projected the route of the line between that and the future station of the Jaru with a development of 93.027. The location works of this portion was immediately commenced, and terminated in a very short space of time. Then, leaving the new station, I directed myself to the Guiparaná, navigating the Jaru downstream making a topographical survey of the part of the course run on arriving at the Guí, i continued to navigate ascending it up to the site in which we were to open the station called presidente pena there i initiated the opening of the cutting for the laying of the line in the part included between this and the station situated immediately above same leaving this work in charge of dr espiridion i continued to ascend the gui until i met a camp of the construction party under the direction of lieutenant vasconcellos which was already below the pimenta bueno and would soon reach presidente Hermes. i proceeded upstream inspecting all the work done after my departure from Barrio del melgazo on the fourth of october of the previous year when i left to commence the roosevelt rondon scientific expedition i visited various villages of parna uats and Kapekiri uat indians and then returned downstream to the spot where president pena station exists end of section 17